you are tuned in to a fireside chat with Zany Mystic. Join us now on another exciting metaphysical journey. Relax, tune in, drop out, and take a seat by the fire as we explore new realms and possibilities. This is Magenta Pixie. You can find me at magentapixie.weebly.com. But now, here is Zany Mystic and guest. Enjoy the show. Greetings and welcome to a fireside chat with the Zany Mystic. I'm your host, Lance White. Tonight, my guest is Sherry Wild. Sherry is the author of The Forgotten Promise, Rejoining Our Cosmic Family. It's a story of her lifelong interactions with beings from another world, which began in 1987. Through tremendous emotional turmoil, which made her question her sanity, she successfully lived through a myriad of experiences that most of us can barely imagine. She documented her spiritual path and the lessons it taught her in her book, The Forgotten Promise, which shares three important messages they insisted she learn. You can find out more on her website at www.theforgottenpromise.net. So let's welcome her to the show now. Hi, Sherry. How are you? Hey, Lance. Hi. I'm good. I'm very good. Nice oh, good. to be with you. Good. It's great to be with you, too. I, I, uh, sometimes uh, these things are difficult to uh, manage, and sometimes they just work out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was looking at some of the questions I had, and, uh, and I have some good questions for you. Um, and I thought I might uh, kind of uh, skip around to some things that are more pertinent to people today. And um, one, it kind of revolves around the shift of humanity, which is the uh, separation of vibrations, which is, has been happening for some time and which we have heard about, many have heard about, some have not heard about at all. And um, so I'm going to ask you uh, about the shift of humanity. And uh, uh, it's becoming accepted as an evolutionary process that's happening now. And I know a lot of people want to know how will this ultimately happen and when will the human population begin to know uh, that it is happening? Um, that's the, uh, let's start there. Well, I'm not sure that I can speak for humanity as to when they're going to become aware of it. I think that there's quite a few people on the planet um, who are very much aware and have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got those who are totally oblivious to it and mm-hmm. are, are totally living in the 3D world and have no clue. They just think they're living in a world that's gotten a little bit chaotic and a little mm-hmm. bit strange, but they're just, they're very distracted and busy by, busy with uh, making a living and, and just trying to live their life. So I think those of us who are aware of it, we certainly notice that we're very much well into it. Wouldn't you say? I think that the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the separation, um, which is the kind of the crux of the whole, the whole shift is, I think, in very much underway, and you can see it really yeah. clearly. Yeah. Um, so, for those who don't who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the everyone's frequency. We all have a frequency, and um, the, I'm gonna put it in the way that, that my guides told me. My guides told me about this back in 1989 or 90. They taught me to be um, what they called a light reader. Mm, and right. yeah, so they, they taught me to 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 read vibration, to read per person's light. So um, 
And they had me do that for two days. I think it was two days, two half days, where I could look at a person. And I, when I looked into their eyes, I could to see what their frequency was. And I would get the message that you will be going or you will be staying. Mm-hmm. And those mm-hmm. those who had a high frequency were the ones who would be staying. So they were gonna, the, the ones who have a high frequency will be staying and going with the earth into the higher frequencies, into the fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. Those with the lower, the lower um, frequency. And my guides stressed to me, you know, they said very clearly that there's no judgment in this. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know, it, it sounds like there is, like the higher is better or something, but it's not, there's not. Um, we've all worked our way up the ladder of life, up through the frequencies. And so they said those who are of a lower frequency just need more time to, um, to, they didn't say learn their lessons, but they just said they just need more time to understand that dominance and control over others is not the way to live and, and that, but they're just experiencing uh, what they need to experience for the time being. Mm-hmm. And but but those who are going into the higher frequency are those who want to live in unity consciousness. They want to mm-hmm. live in peace, and they don't want to be co- controlled, and they don't want to control anyone else. Right. And as I understand it, and my own personal feelings about it, and my own intuition about it, is that this planet, and many other planets and uh, solar systems, star systems, have been under domination and control for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. Right, right. This so, planet has, yes, this, this planet has failed to to move into the higher um, dimension, and uh, that's because of humanity, the beings that live on the planet. It's not because Earth was not ready to ascend. Mm-hmm. She's, she, of course, she's a high frequency being, mm-hmm. and she, so she, but she held back, she held it back for her children. Mm-hmm. But and so we're talking about, you know, Atlantis and Lemuria. And the other times that the planet just it just it just didn't make it, the, mm-hmm. humanity didn't make it, and so humanity was washed off the planet and reseeded and started over again. At this time, this time, planet Earth said, you know, Mother Earth, she she said, I'm moving into the fifth, fifth dimension with or without my children, mm-hmm. and so this mm-hmm. this was the final chance, and so that's why there was this big push to assist humanity to awaken to get as many people as many souls as we could to get mm-hmm. them to awaken and pull them up into the higher higher frequency. So that's what's going on. Well, you know, I know you're uh, also a friend of a friend of mine, uh, Inelia Benz, who has been uh, working to raise the vibration of the planet uh, well, ever since I first met her. And um, there are many others, of course, who are doing similar work, but uh, she's the only one that just comes out and says it point blank. I know. I know. I love. I love her. I and do I love too. her for that. Yeah. 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 She's great. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Yeah. But but there are there are there are millions of us here that are um, star seeds and uh, light workers and volunteers. I mean, there's just there's a whole crowd of us. You know, a lot of us came in to assist, but we don't all. Most of us came in with amnesia. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. even know. That we had been um, souls that volunteered to to serve this mission, but um, we're all we should all be pretty much awake by now, but we don't always talk about it. It's, right. It depends on what. And some, you know, it, it's not necessary to talk about it. Most of the volunteers and star seeds and light workers are they're holding the frequency. You know, they're they're, they're just being a beacon of light, and they're affecting everyone they come in contact with. Um, you know, they don't have to get out there and, and do the circuit and get go to right. conferences and talk. Yeah, so. 
So right. That's, yeah, they don't have to jump through hoops and put on a dog and no. pony show. They may just no. be washing the dishes and holding a frequency. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but they make a difference. It makes a huge difference. And, yeah. and it's had a huge difference because because we're going to make it this time. Humanity Absolutely. is going to, going to make it. Yeah, so it's, it's a really cool thing. So, well, yeah, it's, it's an amazing time. You know, one thing that kind of uh, uh, tipped me uh, into the we we're going to make it to category was um, when I interviewed Mary Rodwell, and she's talking about the kids who have come in from other um, places with memory of their previous lives. And right. um, the thing that really struck me so uh, firmly was that uh, she said, well, these kids wouldn't be coming in here knowing that this was a failed or doomed civilization. They're right. coming in because they're going to change it and they're going to move it in the direction that it's headed. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And so, you know, why would all these starseeds and, and little kids with uh, advanced, you know, uh, information and uh, knowledge and, and uh, abilities come mm-hmm. in here if, uh, only to have the, uh, have, uh, have the Earth taken over by domination and control or artificial intelligence, and that's not going to happen. Right. Well, there's, there's multiple timelines, you know. We're right. multidimensional, and, and and we exist on all these different levels. And so there, there certainly could be a a scenario, a timeline where planet Earth does go into that kind of a game um, mm-hmm. with the artificial intelligence and all that. But it depends. What your frequency is is where you will go. Whatever you resonate with is the is the timeline and the the. Um, the reality that you will um, resonate with is, is where you'll go, and that will be mm-hmm. your your. That's the way my guys explained it to me, mm-hmm. and that makes that makes sense to me. It does to me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, as you were going through all of these abductions, of course, it took you years, decades, to figure this out and to put piece it together. Uh, I don't want to make light of all the years that you suffered and uh, were tormented by. Uh, multiple abductions, and sometimes every day you'd be, you'd lose time and find yourself in some other place, and you know you lived through a, basically a living hell. Um, <laughs> so I don't want it to make light of that because you paid the price. But how long did it take you to 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 assess their intentions, and what did you feel they were, and what you what do you feel they are today? Well. He- I've, my experiences with them started when I was an infant, um, mm-hmm. having, that I, because I'm a volunteer and I came in as a soul onto the planet to do this this work. So I was on that I was on that agenda right from the very beginning, and so I mm-hmm. had contact with them throughout my life. But it was all it was buried, you know. The memories were were blocked and kept from my conscious memory or from my conscious mind until 1987, when there was a UFO flap, and I was. About forty, what was that? Oh, no, thirty-seven years old, or something like that. Thirty-six, thirty-seven years old, and that was when I woke up to what had been going on in my life, mm-hmm. and the memories all filled in. When I, Lance, you know, when I initially found out that I was having these experiences and I was being what they called abducted by aliens, <laughs> I mean, I was just, I was just, I just was traumatized and fortified. I just was. I couldn't believe that that was happening, yeah, and it yeah. took me. Yeah, it took me a long time to get acclimated to it. I mean, I really went around looking for a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist who would 
uh, declare me mentally insane so that I could get some kind of treatment because mm-hmm. to me to my way of thinking it was it was a lot more palatable to be insane right. than to to buy into this yeah so yeah. i did, i didn't take it very well and <laughs> i i was very fearful i mean they were coming so much when i woke up to it in 1987 88 when the first regression was done with me the activity was very intense at that time and because mm. i i pulled back the curtain and um with the hypnosis i left that the, as Stan Mitchell, the uh, hypnotist, said, he said, "You can, I can close the door, or I can leave it open." And if I, and I said, "What does that mean?" And he said, "If you, if you have me close the door, then you'll forget all this, and it'll be behind the, the wall again. You know, uh-huh. you won't remember it." And I said, "No, no, I'll leave the door open. I don't, I don't like that. Not, you know, having lived through experiences and not having any memory of it." Right, so, right. Yeah, that was terrifying to me. So he left the door open, and that meant all the memories came—not all of them, but many, many memories came rushing back. And I tell you, I used to just sit and go and pick through those memories and go through what was happening to me, and I couldn't find anything positive about it at first. Uh-huh. I was very afraid, and I thought that this was evil, pure evil, and that they were they just couldn't have anything positive happening with them. And it took a long time, and I re- it's like I remember very clearly. It was like I had this wall of fear in front of me, as I looked at everything that was going on, currently the abductions that were happening at least once a week, sometimes three times a week they were coming for me. Sometimes they would come more than once in a day even. Mm-hmm. And and to me that was all so fearful. But then I remember one day being at home on my sofa. I couldn't work. I was so traumatized. And my husband left me. And it was just a bad time in my life. And I was on the sofa and I was just trying to beg God or somebody to help me see this clearly and try to make sense of it. And it's like all of a sudden I, I started to hear some of the things they had been telling me and, mm. you know, the, the, the things that they, they, how they were talking to me and they, they, and they talked about the creator all the time. Mm. And, and they, um, there's just all this reference to, to love and they were very businesslike and very, um, aloof, but mm. there was, but they were never cruel to me. They were never, they never hurt me. They they always seemed to be fairly respectful, kind of, but they not. But then when you know they'd come in the middle of the night and drag you out of your bed, that wasn't. Yeah. But they also they also you know they saved my life. You know there was a time when I I wanted to um, to uh, kill myself and they didn't let me. And I don't know. Finally, eventually, then it started to um, slowly come to mind the three important things to learn, which they had been teaching to me since I was about, probably about five years old. They started teaching me those. Jeez. And the yeah, and the number one most important thing to know is we are all one with our Creator. And when I remembered that, when I remembered that, I thought, no, that doesn't sound like evil to me. Right. So I I was really torn, and I started asking around to my um, investigators and to different people that I would meet at conferences and say, you know, is it possible that these guys are not evil? Is it possible that they are benevolent? And everybody just looked at me like I was crazy, <laughs> and you know. And they and then then they said they said, oh, you you know, you've got um, Stockholm syndrome. Oh, and yeah. So but you've never been to Stockholm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So it was it was, quite, it, was, it, was it was a journey. It was a long journey. Oh yeah, and, yeah. So well, of course, now today, uh, those three uh, lessons that they taught you, 
uh, are common uh, standards in the New Age movement. <clears throat> I think the um, second one was uh, we're multidimensional beings living on more than one level simultaneously, which is right. something I've been living with for decades, you know, being aware right. of multidimensional levels. And so right. this uh, false world that we're in that's uh, stuck on duality artificially, where everything right. is pushed down into either this or that. Are you good or bad? Are you this or that? Well, nothing is like right. that. And right. so people are stuck in this uh, uh, choosing mode. Is it good or bad? You know, you better find out now. Uh, are right. you going to live or die? And it's right. not real. <laughs> there are exactly. so many. There's an infinite grade of uh, options on that level, and on other levels there are more options on those. So... You know, it's kind of like the chess game that uh, Spock used to play, you know, where he had this all these different <laughs> levels, and that's how we need to learn how to think. Right. You know, right. and I know you know that, and you know how to think on more than one level <clears throat> at a time, and that's simultaneously. Right. And right. even if you don't, can't do it physically, we can be aware that it's going on, whether we're aware of it or not. Right, right. And it... It was a strange thing. I mean, I was born in 1950, so mm. it was in the 50s. Yeah, me too. Start, yeah, so they were teaching this, me this in the 50s, and I, as a little <laughs> girl, I, they would make oh me my. repeat it back to them. Yeah, I would repeat that. They, that'd be one of the first things they would ask me when they'd take me on the ship, you know, is, <clears throat> now, what's, you know, what are the three important things to know? And I would tell them, repeat them back to them, but what they, they didn't want me to just memorize the words. They wanted me to understand the meaning of it. And so right. each, each time they would show me a different... Uh, they would, they did it by showing these little, well, they still do it to me now. They have, like, these, this screen that comes up in front of your face, and they show you, like, little movies. Like, it's like a little movie that runs. Oh. And, yeah, it's really cool. And so ah. um, one of the things they showed me, I think it's, I think it's in the book, about um, we are all one with our creator, mm. uh, was was my father sitting at the kitchen table, and, and on this screen in front of my eyes, there was, I was behind him, looking over his shoulder and kind of looking down and over his shoulder onto the, and he was sitting there with both hands on the kitchen table with the with the placing is there with the with the knife and fork and all that and very abruptly he picked up the knife oh no he picked up the fork and he, with his right hand and he stabbed it through his left hand which was just resting on the tabletop and it was very shocking to me and this blood spurted out all over it was just shocking and, huh. But it got my it got my attention, and and very calmly, you know, he said, "This is what you do when you hurt another person or another living thing. Oh. You may as well you may as well do it to yourself because because there is no other, there is only one." Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. when they find that's when I finally got it. Oh, we're all one. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and when you hurt another, so him picking it up the night the the fork with his right hand and stabbing it through his left mm-hmm. hand. It just that drove home the point so well. So that's how they taught me. Mm, you know, they uh, would, yeah, they would teach so many different things to you. And so that's where I, you know, for me, I I just started to reflect on all that, and it started to come to the surface. And and that's when I did a, a turnabout as far as are they evil or are they good? Because that was the big question that I kept asking because they were so involved in my life, and I just I thought I was dealing with the devil or something. You know, I just I didn't know what. What to make of what was going on with me? Well, of course, well, Christians would say you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the, uh, the false teaching of that. Right. Uh, you know, of Christianity. Right. Right. But yeah, uh, I was. Uh, what was it like on the ships? 
Oh, on the sh- oh, well, I love it. I do love it on the ships. I really do. I mean, I love planet Earth. Uh, uh, I I do love it here. It's really beautiful. But I love being on the ships. I just um, I would think it would be a thrill. <laughs> they, oh, it's absolutely a thrill to be able to look out. To look out, you've got the windows, the viewing windows, depending on what kind of ship you're on, but you can uh, look out, and it's just spectacular going through space, just oh. spectacular. And you know that, you know that, you know that they know what it's like up there, because up there, or they did even before they went out into space, supposedly, because the movies they had it, uh, movies and TV, they had it right, you know, and the book, uh. it's it's dark. I remember when I was little, and they took me up. They took me up during the day, and they took me up to way, way far out from from planet Earth, and um, stopped out there and, and turned around, and we looked back at Earth, and it was dark all around us. And I thought that was so strange because I, I expected the sun to be shining and for there to be light out there. And so I, I asked, I said, "Is it dark out now? Did it, did it get dark? Because it happened really fast, you know. And it was it had been just right before noon when they picked me up." Hmm. And they and they just explain no this is it's not it's not nighttime it's just that we're out in outer space and this is this is how it looks you know hmm. so yeah it's beautiful and the ships are um, magical oh just, I'll bet it's, yeah it's magical to be on the ship they have healing chambers they have um, they have beautiful galleys that you can walk on and look down that are multi uh. multi leveled they're you know some of the the bigger ships are just huge and beautiful the um, rendezvous ships are the ones that they use to um, come pick you up. Sometimes, uh-huh. uh, not the little, not the little ones, but the uh-huh. medium size. Yeah, those are really cool. And they don't, they look, um, the they can look about the size of a football field or so big. Mm. But when you get in it, it's much bigger. It's it's just oh like, yeah, it's right, it's right. Yeah, and same with the little scout ships. The little, the little scout ships that are about twenty feet in diameter, those look like you know you should be able to. You know, it'd be no bigger than a Volkswagen or something. In it, but it, you, you get in it, and it's got like one, two, three. It's got like three rooms in the back, and it's got a main room where they do the exam, and then it's got a cockpit area. Wow! And so, so it's a lot bigger than you, and you'd think you'd have to stoop over to be in there, but it's it's all it's distorted because, and they told me that's because of the difference in the dimensions. You know, the the huh. that, that's, that's, yeah. Wow. If, if so it's distorted because I've had them um, when they've come to my house to they distort time you know because right. they're coming yeah so they distort time that's how they can come and pick you up and people don't see you and they can leave your car by the side of the road and you're on the ship with them sitting in the field in the middle of the day and nobody sees you it's because of the, the distortion of, of the they can play with the uh, with the um, density with the frequency but anyway um, I've had them come into my house and my house will look like it's oh my gosh it'll look like um, like it's the length of a football field mm. you know my, the the living room will look just huge you know it just looks so far from one end to the other so they distort um, because the world that we're living in is kind of a it is a holographic world it is a it isn't really um, it's not really real it's a projection so mm. they're able to you know that's how they can take you to the walls when they come pick you up. And um, you just walk through the wall with them, or they reach in from the, through the wall to, to grab you and take you through, or drop. They've dropped me through the ceiling, and I drop and I drop down through the rafters of the house. And and I, and I, I woke up once when I was, they dropped me through the rafters of this old house we lived in. And as I fell through the attic area up there, you know, I saw the I saw the 
cobwebs and I saw the, <laughs> the beams and everything, you know. And, I, uh, and I, but I just I went right through them and I dropped through the through the attic floor and into the into my bed. Wow. So by by the time I hit my the bed, I was I was solid again. But as I moved through there, I was not fully solid. I guess I don't know how right, it would right. be. Yeah, so it's, it's a hoot. It's a hoot. It's, it's I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've often thought that this was a holographic projection, and science is uh, stating things similar to that. Um, right. if, it, if it is a projection, then uh, who's, who is at the projector, and what does the real world look like that is, it's projecting from? Well, I, I think, you know, we're all, because we're all one with the Creator, we are all part of, we share the same mind with God, mm, with our Creator, mm. whatever you want to call the Source. Mm. So we all are in on the, we're in, all in on it. So we've all agreed on some level to share in this uh, reality, okay. this game. And so we're all in on it, and we're the projector, projectors, cause, because we're projecting it out. We, we think we're seeing it through our eyes, but it's really within us. Because mm-hmm. what what we are is really just an idea in the mind of, of God. God or the Creator. Yeah. 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 So we're so we're not. I mean, if people have a hard time with that because they're like, no, no, no. This I I can look at my hand and I can touch myself and I can touch this chair and I can touch that tree and I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> it's not it's not real. You know. You're right. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it is. A, and for the sake of the game, it's real, but it's not right. really real. Right. And but it's a hard one for people to to grasp. But once yeah. you get it, it changes everything because you realize it is just one gigantic hologram. You know. Yeah. And, well, I've always so, wondered as a kid why you couldn't why we couldn't walk through walls and you know why we couldn't know. fly and everything. I I knew that there there were ways to do that because you know mm-hmm. I the, my background and uh, mm-hmm. you know but the, we're in this particular reality. It's one of the Things that we're not allowed to do, or we haven't learned how to yet. I would say we have. We haven't learned how to. Yeah. My guys worked with me to do it, and because they had me walking through walls so much when I was little, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, seven or eight, I I tr- used to just lay in bed and just look at the wall, and I and I could get to where I could see it moving uh-huh. and see it moving, and then sometimes I could just start to see through it. But I could never. I tried to stick my hand through it. I, I never was able to do that. Oh, but I, I knew. I knew I could. Yes. I knew I. Yeah. I knew yeah. I could. But I just. I couldn't get there either. And I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't bend the spoon either. They had me bending uh. stuff with my with my mind on the ship. But I couldn't do it when I got back here. You know. Oh. So, yeah. It's it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty dense reality. So. You know, yes, and that's one of the problems. Yeah. Yeah. The problem. I mean, it's a problem, but it's what we it's what we agree to. Right. You know, it is. Yeah. To work so. through this reality and, and raise the vibration. Right. Right. But uh, so, have you? I think what um, when you're when you're speaking about the um, the ones that abducted you consistently, you're more or less talking about the grays, if, if I'm not incorrect. Well, Some you know, gray? that's a, that's a mystery. They look. Like grays, and in my book, I think I even refer to them as um, zetas or grays. But mm. in truth, and I don't know if it got into the book, but um, my publisher said to me at one point after the book was written, um, he said to me, "You call these guys, you refer to these guys as zetas, but in the book, they told you that they come from Andromeda." Mm-hmm. And I and I yeah, and I said yeah, and he said, "Well, that doesn't fit." And I right. said, "I said I, I, I don't know. What do you mean?" And he said. Andromeda, if they're a Zeta, if they come from Zeta Reticuli, 
and if they're but if they're from Andromeda, they wouldn't look like this. And I said, oh, I said I don't I don't know anything about that. I said I don't know. And he said, well, it doesn't work. He said we got to you got to find out what what where they came from. And I said, how am I supposed to do that? And he said, ask them. <laughs> right. And I said, so I said, okay. So apparently I did ask them. I did. I remembered to ask them because I remembered. It's a strange thing, but I remember asking them, and I, I remember being with them, and I said, my publisher wants to know, are you um, a Zeta? Are you a Gray? And he looked at me, and he looks like a Zeta, you know, and he looks at me with those big eyes, and he goes, that would not best describe the truth of who I am. Mm. And I said, oh, okay, well, but what? Then, well who are, then who are you? Right. And he said, he said, well, I am what you would call an etheric being. I wear this suit, this container, I put it on when I come into your world because I need to be informed and able to, it, it, so that I am able to do the work I need to do when I'm right. here. Right. And I, and I said, oh, that's, that's okay, I get that. And I said, well then, who are you? Where do you come from? And uh, he looked at me and he had this sparkle in his eyes, kind of a mischievous sparkle, and he said, I am a, I am a voyager of the universe going where needed in service to the Creator. Wow. That was wow. his answer. I know. That's beautiful, you know, though. I like isn't that. Isn't that beautiful? I know. Yeah. I just, I just, I was just floored <laughs> by that. And, and I, you know, I knew I, I mean, I knew that that was absolutely what he said because I could have never made that up. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. 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 So wow. that's who he is. So I don't know where he comes from. Um, and I get, I'm working with three different groups, and um, so they do look like little grays, the, the ones do. Um, mm. I've also been been with some guys who are tall um and this this one is and this is dot in his original state is he's tall and he is an etheric being and he's he looks kind of ghostly like almost but he is it's like he's wearing like a robe or something kind of mm -hmm. up over his like that and then um and then i'm working with a third group but i'm not really even sure who they are but i think they're i'm not sure who they are they're mm, more okay. human looking yeah so i don't i never bothered to ask them Never cared to ask who they were. Right. Yeah. How many different ET types have you met? I mean, have you, for instance, been introduced ever to the Pleiadians or Arcturians? Yeah. Or, uh, yes. Yeah. Arcturians, okay. Yes. Tall whites. Yes. Draco. Oh. Yes. I I once I counted them up. Um, I think have there been eight or nine? There, I've met probably eight or nine different species that ah. have come. They, they they come to the house, or they they've been mostly to my house. They just come. Um, Usually during the night, um, mm. and just come into the by my bed, and I wake up, and they're standing there usually in the room, and huh. we have a we have a conversation, and and in the morning I'm I usually I'm allowed to rem to remember some of it, some of it not, but yeah, I've seen quite a few different species actually, and I like the the Syrians are probably one of my favorites as far as cute, they're just so cute, they're so cute, uh. they're, they're they're like little the ones that I met anyway were. Uh. Very, they were little and had the mo most loving, warm eyes, and they just had the cute little squishy faces. They were uh, just so cute. Yeah, they were just so cute, and they just ex exude love, you know. Uh huh. Um, I like that. That sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah, yeah, they're just really, really sweet. Yeah. So, um, were some? Did some? Uh, were, were were any? Did it, were, I, mean, I kind of wanted to ask you which ones. Uh, made the most uh, impact on you or, or gave you the most valuable information or shared with you something 
uh, maybe about what's going on or what's going to come. Uh, who stood out in the group that, uh, and what is it that they told you that was so uh, striking? Well, I think that would have to be uh, my guys that I call the guy that I call Da uh-huh. Da, um, because he's the one who seems to be the 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 communicator with me. The others, like the tall white, I loved, and um, I mean, I learned from all of them, even the Draco. I mean, you know, really, been, yeah, the Draco guy guys they. Um, they were interesting. I not wanting them to come back or anything like that, but uh, it was it was an interesting experience to have with them. But um, definitely, Da has they've been my teachers. They've been the ones who have guided me and spent the most time. They taught me, you know, that time isn't real and that we can control our reality here. That our thoughts are extremely powerful, and I mean, they've just taught me so much, so much. Mm. Um, well, that was so, the third uh, um, thing that they wanted you to learn was to monitor your thoughts. Right, right, exactly, right. And, of course, we we would follow that through, being in the New Age uh, gurus here, uh, monitor yeah. your thoughts because your thoughts become reality. They they wanted me to learn that. It's actually got lots of different meanings to it. That was the first thing was monitor your thoughts because they do... Um, tend to create your reality, what you're thinking today will show up tomorrow or the next day. It's also to, um, about, it's tied to your vibration as well during this time of ascension. Right. In, in that, you know, you want to always keep your, your highest thoughts so that you can stay in the highest frequency so right. that you will resonate. Yeah. So right, and that's and, one of the ways you can raise your frequency is by right. eliminating the lower and the higher will uh, prevail. Exactly, and it's, that's a huge thing to be doing right now yeah. because right now we are in the ascension and right now we are choosing where we're going to end up, you know, based mm-hmm. on our frequency because everybody's frequency is going to take them to the to the level that they resonate with, so that's where you'll find yourself when this mm-hmm. plays out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I know I certainly wouldn't want to end up on a planet that was riddled with... Uh, 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 evils, quote-unquote, uh, wars and yeah. uh, subterfuge yeah. and lies and, uh, you know, uh, just so much that seems like it comes from the the primordial ooze, uh, that certainly isn't a place that I would choose to go to intentionally. No, and I don't, I, my, my idea of it, my understanding of it is, is that because it's been a, um, because the deck's, deck's been stacked against humanity on this planet, that, um, those who are not moving into the higher frequencies, those that need more time and duality, will go to a planet, they will reincarnate and, and go on to a planet where they are in duality, much as this planet was, but it will not be a planet of, of control. Mm-hmm. It will it will be a planet where it's there's duality, but they will be allowed to flourish and to to to, to grow and expand and, and discover the truth of who they are without oh, interference. Yeah, without interference because to put them onto a planet of um, of control again and dominance uh, would be that, would not that, be right. Yeah, no. that wouldn't be right. The no. the ones the ones who are um, the ones who are not able to um, the ones who are are very dark. The ones uh-huh. who are dark, they if they are not able to be um, um, brought into the light. Those souls will be going back to source, and will be. Re- they told me they'll be recalibrated, so uh-huh. they'll, they'll they'll blend back into source, and they will come back out again as new souls and start their journey 
um, from you know from the beginning. So and that's that's only fair too that it should play out that way, it, um, because if they're that dark, um, you know that's that's the only that's the only that's the only option there would be for them to um, to return to the light someday is to be able to have that ability to do that. Mm. So that's what they they told me anyway. So I don't know. That's what well. my understanding is. I'm not saying it's gospel, but that's what. Oh I'm right, talking. right. Yeah. It, it, it makes yeah. sense logically, though. Yeah, it did to me. Yeah, I mean, and I resisted it at first because I don't know. I didn't understand it, so I didn't. But that's what they they told me, and so I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, as far as right. I know, they've never lied to me. You know, they've never told me a lie. They've always been very honest and upfront. So. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who uh, sent me a question, and she. Uh, Actually, sent me a couple of questions, and I thought I would ask one of them or two of them. Um, she wanted to know your thoughts on dealing with 5G, and do you think that uh, uh, your way of dealing with oh, wait a minute chemtrails? Uh, oh darn, I can't find the last of that. Uh, hold on a second. Um, <laughs> dealing with chemtrails. Well, let's forget the chemtrails. Let's just talk about 5G. Um, well. Uh, okay, I mean, I th- I'm thinking that she probably is referring to, I've taught um, how to zap the chemtrails, oh, yeah. how to get rid of right. the chemtrails. And, and the way that you get rid of the chemtrails is to raise your frequency. Right. To go, so right. that's how you do it. Because, um, I mean, I do it all the time. Uh, I just sit, and when I see the chemtrails being sprayed, I just, I move into that state of unconditional love and, and forgiveness, and they're just gone. Now I have I have had the experience of being with somebody where the the sky they were crisscrossing the sky with chemtrails and I I do you know I'll close my eyes and I'll just get myself centered and, and I will go into unconditional love and I will see the innocence in it and I will to, you know give you know forgiveness not forgiveness as in judging it as wrong but forgiveness as in seeing the innocence and recognizing that there is no there is no evil out there there is that does not really truly it actually does not exist so when i open my eyes the chemtrails are all gone and the sky is blue and i was with a friend once and i was like see look at that isn't that something you know it's all clear it's all clear and and he looked at me really funny and he didn't say anything and it just it stayed with me and it stayed with me a couple weeks later finally i said to him that day that we were out walking and i zapped all the chemtrails and made the sky clear was the sky clear for you and he said no, he said uh, they were still there. They were still there. See, he he was still in a lower frequency, so the chemtrails were still there for him right. in his reality. Right. And, and and it's kind of a good it's kind of a good lesson because it's how it's going to work with the ascension, as those who are in unconditional love and mm-hmm. are of a higher frequency, they can be standing right next to you and having a totally different experience mm-hmm. of a world a world that's pure and clean and. And um, those in the lower frequency will still be experiencing um, more um, of the, maybe the pain and suffering that goes with that. Mm-hmm. So when the, she asked about the 5G, you know, that's a very concerning issue for sure. Mm-hmm. But my my hope, my belief, uh, I don't know if I want to say belief, I don't really have belief, but it would seem that that the 5G is, could be a destructive force for humanity, and mm-hmm. it can, it's, it's going to be devastating for us and for all of nature. Mm-hmm. So it it seems to me that by this presenting itself, it's like it's like the dark ones are upping the ante 
and it's yeah. going to ha- it's going to force our hands to awaken and to yeah. move our frequency higher. We we have to respond by getting more and more centered in love and in forgiveness and and holding the vision of a higher level of life and not acknowledging the fear, not acknowledging the negative, not acknowledging the dark, to, to, to the point to where we just live in love. And so we're, we're above and beyond that, just like mm-hmm. when I do that with the chemtrails. It's, they're still there for some, but they're not mm-hmm. there for me. Right, right. You know, so that it seems like it's almost like part of the game, but it's a tough one. I mean, that's a tough one, the 5G. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm wondering if the ascension isn't going to um, bring about the um, the devastation of the 5G network of the of the, the grid going down, so that it won't even um, be able to take effect. I'm wondering if something like that won't happen. It just seems it, like it. Yeah, it to, seems yeah. like that is a possibility. I think so. Because that, does, if this, if our vibration is higher and yeah. we've actually managed to raise it, and we are, it's happening yeah. now, then anything lower, which would be 5G and, and all of the other uh, nasties that they have in their yeah. bag of tricks, uh, they won't function properly, right. or they'll break down, or, you know, right. some inexplicable reason uh, they had to stop doing it. <laughs> right, right. You know? it just, it's, see, I think, it's, again, it's the, it's the splitting. It's the splitting apart of the, of the lower frequency from the higher, and... And so those who are centered in their heart and they see it for what it is, they acknowledge it's just a a, a game, and it it I think that it's going to not be a part of that reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I know that sounds real new agey, airy fairy, but I I, I I just I don't know how else it can how else it can play out. Right, right. Um, you know that there's a big push uh, for disclosure now. There are many groups that are. <clears throat> really trying to uh, push it, and uh, uh, even to the point of uh, a, a group of threatening to go to Area 51, as if they could. <laughs> but uh, uh, they want to disclose the ET and alien presence since the beginning and their involvement with world governments. Do you feel that that will uh, be something that is necessary or will happen uh, as part of the process of our uh, just moving uh, completion of learning what has happened and moving forward, or what do you feel about that? I feel I, it seems to me that the people who are awake and waking up on some level already know the mm-hmm. truth mm-hmm. and don't right, need. Right. Yeah, they don't really need to be told it. Right. The government certainly right. doesn't need to stand up and tell it to us. So we right. already know that truth in our hearts. Um, disclosure would be for those it would be pretty for some people actually it could be quite shocking for them although i don't know um i don't know too many people who don't have who don't i mean i don't know i guess there are some people who actually still do believe we're the only ones in, 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 in life that makes me laugh yeah you know, I, mean, I love that i know it's really but um so disclosure I don't think it's a necessary part of the ascension or the awakening process. I think that's going to be organic, and it's mm. already organic. There's so many of us who've had experiences. Oh, and, yeah. And I think it's it's taking um, kind of a root, you know, like I mean, like myself, my my talking about it, and then um, there's going to be, the hopefully, the movie is going to be coming out, and, and there's other movies coming out, other documentaries, and I just think that it's just organic, and it's just going to be just a natural thing 
until all of a sudden there's going to be so many sightings in the sky that it's not going to be even be that shocking to see a ship in the sky. Right. You know, right. we could reach that point. Hopefully, hopefully we'll ascend before then. But um, I, I think that that's the way it's going to play out. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. And the yeah. other thing is that if people are so uh, uh, anxious for disclosure, all they have to do is uh, look up a list of people who have been abducted or people who have had personal experiences with other uh, interracial or intergalactic beings. And right. there are hundreds and hundreds of people uh, similar to yourself. Um, I had Jim Sparks on the show. Uh, there's, oh, yeah. there's, uh, Judy um, uh, Carroll? Yes, Judy, Judy Carroll yeah. is a wonderful example. She got three or four books out. Mm-hmm. And um, all you have to do is just uh, read their stories, and your story is wonderful. I highly recommend it. And, um, you know, it's called The Forgotten Promise, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's it's a little scary at the beginning because of all the things <laughs> that you go through, but, uh, you know, it's a wonderful way to be exposed to something that we is so alien to our thought processes that we can uh, start to adopt new ways of thinking and open our minds and also learn the etiquette that it may be necessary when we're around uh, other uh, extraterrestrials because they're not used to loud, raucous uh, rock music uh, playing people. You know, they're quiet, they, they use telepathy, and they're very refined, and some of them uh, are pr- quite elegant, to be honest. And right. so, you know, there, there may be some learning on our part to tone down or learn how to communicate, and of course that would be, uh, developing our tele- telepathic senses would be part of that process. Exactly, that's correct, that's right. Were you right. ever, um, all these years that you've been through this, were you ever bothered or harassed by the government? <laughs> <laughs> or is that <laughs> too many times to be even mentioned? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I mean, I, I, anybody who has um, abduction experiences, um, with true ETs, you're going to have the government come in and do their fake abductions, the military yeah. abduction. Yeah. Uh, they do that. You know, they do that to um, to scare you and to monitor you and get their hooks in you. And so, yes, I had military abductions, and I've had harassment by the government, and I've had um, I've had quite a time with the government, um, a, a very nasty time with them, with the with the secret government or whoever yeah. they are that that wants to. Um, pretend that they are still in control of the planet and they didn't they warned me not to talk about what I know uh-huh. and um, and I I did of course I wrote the book and then I started talking and and so they didn't like it and so they came after me and I have been punished duly for doing that and for talking and I've paid um, paid quite a price a big price for um, for my speaking out mm-hmm. and um, they have Weapons that are very painful. Yes, and yes. Um, yeah, they have they have ways of of trying to silence you that are just it's 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 not the world that you it's not the world I grew up in. That's that's pretty bad. Right, right. It's not it's not the reality that I thought I was going to experience in this in this life. But um, it's it's the it's the true nature of what I've dealt with anyway. Well, now, uh, I don't know if I'm touching on a sensitive subject when I bring this up, because I don't know much about it, but you did mention that you had been poisoned uh, not too long ago. Uh, Is that something that you'd like to talk about? 
I was. Um, yeah, I don't have any secrets. Okay. Plans because, you know, I mean, I just, I'm a very private person, but because I wrote the book and because this is, I guess it's my mission to, to uh, help educate uh, humanity about the true nature of the world that they're living in and mm. their cosmic family. Um, yeah, I, I was poisoned and, um, and in an effort to uh, try to silence me. And I didn't know that that's what was killing me. I knew I was probably dying, but I did, I did not know what it was. And I, my doctors didn't know what it was, what it was going on with me. And uh, it was actually Amelia Benz who reached out to me. And um, she's the one who told me that I was targeted and that I was being attacked. Uh. And, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it, I need to get another book written, but I just, I've been too sick, but I had, I tell you what, I just recently turned the corner. I'm knock on wood. I, I hope it sticks. I've, I've started a new protocol for my health. And, and also I had, um, my guys came in not too long ago and they said, okay, this is enough. <laughs> nah. This is, a, this is enough. You've suffered enough. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, that I'm going to continue to get stronger and better because I would love to write a book, and um, I think, I think, I think that people on the planet need to know just how how dark this planet has gotten. And, uh, oh to, yes, yes. yes. And how how strong the Luciferian and um, the the darkness is. And yes. So I want to write that book and get it out there so that people know. But yeah, it's been it's been a living hell for the last ever since the book came out in 2012. I was poisoned immediately after that, and huh. they have hit me with every kind of weapon um, in my family. It's just—it's been quite a nightmare. Well, I'm terrible. sorry to hear that because, you know, it yeah. takes a lot of courage and bravery to do what you've done, and to do that, it's an act of selflessness, and it's, uh, you know, it's a service to humanity that you're you're fulfilling this uh, uh, role that so many can't. Uh, and there's nobody like you, and I've never read a book like yours, and so um, you are in a unique position, and it's too bad that uh, this isn't something that's encouraged in this society, but uh, because we're living yeah. in the dark ages, it's... Yeah, for that, sure, for that, sure. That, that, you know, you know, witnessing, having gone through all that stuff, that uh, how, how mm-hmm. utterly dark this uh, universe is. It's a sad thing. Yeah, it it, it was yeah. very it was, it was very hard for me to be here, and I did not want to stay here. Um, but they they won't they won't let me go. They won't <laughs> right. let me. Yes. They won't let me die. You yeah. know, and I tried. <laughs> I, tried to I know that tried. one. <laughs> yeah, they just and, you know the one. I mean, they talked me out of it the one time, and then the next time they they they're like, so that's it. You're just gonna let yourself die. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> goddamn straight I am. <laughs> like, well. no, you're not. But you know, it's it's funny now. But you know they. I'm glad that I stayed, um, but boy, it was tough. Man, it was tough. And um, so I'm glad I stayed because I think you know we have we've turned the corner. Humanity is is waking up. We're going to make it, and it's going to be an amazing thing. It's just going to be amazing. And the, the dark are being defeated every day. I listen to my alternative news, and I, it's just it's so great what's happening. Um, it's just it's very. And I know if, if now, now I, I'm going to get emails and people are going to say it's not so great. It's, it, it looks like the dark is winning on that. And I'm, when they write me that, I, I write them back and I say, "What are you? You're listening to CNN, aren't you? You're listening to the, you're listening to mainstream news. Right. Don't listen. Don't Stop. turn off your television. Yeah, turn off your computer. Turn it off. Yeah, the, or you can turn on your computer, but then but tune in to uh, these alternative um, reports as to what's really truly going on if you yeah. want to know the truth." 
Do you have so any favorites that you uh, like to listen to? Yeah, I. For me, the every day I listen to X twenty two report. Oh, Dave, okay. Yeah, Dave on X twenty two. He gets right to it, and it's all business, and he and it's a good report. There's no. It's just I like how business like he is, and and there's no um, bringing in his own agenda or anything, and he's oh, factual. Good. Yeah, so I listen to him, and then of course Tom Fitton on uh, Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch is, is, yeah, they're the people that are suing. They're doing what our government is supposed to be doing. They're, oh, they're okay. going after after the dark ones, and they're suing uh, them. And and I, it's just, it's, it's. I tell you, it lifts my spirits to hear that they're closing in on certain dark people who have abused their power and have. Yes, the, um, you know, all the politics, all the politicians. <laughs> most all of the politicians, yeah, most yeah, all of them, yeah, and. It's it's it shows me that we're gaining ground and that there are good people out there who are putting their necks on the line and Tom Fitton certainly is and so many of these um, people you know Flynn and some of these people in the military who have stood up for you know for what's right and it's just it it just makes me feel proud you know that, that to be part of that group of people who are fighting for the planet you know well so, you know I heard rumors that there were uh, that. Uh the president had uh, so many. I think there were uh, started out like four thousand, and now it's become forty thousand. Uh, um, uh, what do you call it when you send a notice to somebody to show up in court to? Oh, know, sealed indictments. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. What is the truth about that? Yeah, there's. Um, gosh, the last time I thought I heard the number wasn't it in the eighty thousand? Was it that? Is a tremendous number of sealed indictments and. They're opening. They're starting to open them now, and um, it's it's really not the president. I mean, the president is part of right. the operation. It's a military operation okay. uh, to to uh, stop the coup, stop the takedown of America, and it actually started way back when the dark ones um, started to be very aggressive um, when they killed John Kennedy. Uh, right, and, right. Yeah, <laughs> not, they killed him for doing you know for wanting to take down the Fed. And yes. To yes. Yeah, give the control back to the people, and it's been ever since that that they have been planning how to get the upper hand over the dark ones who are have you know like snakes you know into our government and into our businesses and into that. Oh, they're everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, and so yeah, and so it's quite a huge undertaking, just huge. So I mean, I just I'm fascinated by how bright these people are and how. Um, how ruth, not ruth, that's the word I want to, just how bright they are, how they're setting these traps and the snakes are falling for it. <laughs> those those lives that have had control for so long and have been been raping America and raping the people and taking advantage of everything and 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 some of them even participating in um, you know in blood sacrifice and all oh, that yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah, and the lowest of the low and. And it, it seeps into Hollywood, and I mean, it's just prevalent. And yeah. I'm just, I'm just in awe of what they've been able to do, ever since we got a, um, a leader in the free world who is not part of that control system. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing how much, how many, how much they've accomplished. It's mm-hmm. just, and I, and I'm also amazed at the people who don't see that there's, they don't see that our president is a white hat. I'm just mm-hmm. amazed at that. They don't mm-hmm. see. When his very first action that he took when he got into office was to um, to stop child trafficking and to go after the pedophiles, right? And now, now, wouldn't you think that he would get 
some kind of recognition for that. But I guess if you're listening to mainstream news, you don't really know what's going on. Right. And they they painted a totally distorted picture of who he is and what's being done. Right. That's right. Well, that's right. Yeah. Well, time will tell, and in very short time too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. it won't take long to see the results of uh, things that are put in motion. Right. And uh, you know, I, I have a funny feeling that when enough of the dominoes fall, it will be kind of like uh, the people will see the rest of the painting. I know? think they have to. I think they have to because it's going to when they when they start these arrests and they've started a few of them. But when they start, you know, when Brennan gets served and, and then Obama and some of them, I mean, mm-hmm. those are, it's going to be like a house of cards that just it's just going to all crash Absolutely. down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are shocked because, you know, I think some of these politicians, people, they just, they just, they, they, they figured they were good guys. And mm-hmm. when they find out, I don't know, it's going to be, it's going to be a chaotic time, that's for sure. Well, yeah. Siri, uh, we've come to the end of the hour. It's just flown by, and I have had uh-huh. a wonderful time talking to you, and I know that the listeners uh, have enjoyed it, and the ones who will listen to it will enjoy this. Um, is there any uh, final, uh, would you like to leave your website and tell people how to reach you? And uh, is there any final uh, comments you'd like to make uh, to the audience? Uh, just, uh, I guess I would always just say, you know, to raise your frequency, live through your heart. You know, no judgment, just live through your heart. Because love is the answer. It just, yeah. it, all comes down, it just comes down to love, unconditional love, no judgment, just yep. love, pure and simple. Yep. And so, yeah, that's all I would have to say. And, yeah, my website, you gave it, is uh, theforgottenpromise.net. Oh, well, Sherry, I have loved talking to you, and I know this will uh, uh, be a popular show to listen to uh, once we get it up in our archives on Monday. So thank okay. you very much for being on, and I'd love to have you back. Sure, anytime, Lance. It's okay. great talking to you. Thank all you. right. Thanks okay. again, Sherry. You bet. Bye-bye. Good night.